Hello. Hello. Oh. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing fine. Welcome to Doc One Plus, my uh, first, I guess, first and a half uh, podcast episode. I'm interviewing interesting people in my life. So, welcome. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm interesting. Thank you. <laughs> well, maybe I don't have an interesting life. One of the two, right? But you still rank high. See, that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an on-the-spot uh, interview for my podcast. Um, this is something that I'm getting started in 2021. Keep myself busy, keep me focused, but also because I figure it's a good way to document my life and document people in my life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That sounds really cool. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad you like it. So, um... I'm just going to ask you a few questions, just kind of have a conversation. I think we got about 30 minutes. Um, you know, I just, uh, today, we just had a notification that you came back negative for COVID, which is great. But it sucks because it took a really long time for it to come back. So you kind of lost a ton of time here. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Um, How does that feel? And what'd you, what, what did you do to try to make up for the time you spent alone? Well... Uh, it did take a very long time for the test to come back, um, almost a week. But while I was here, I did make sure that I got my New Year's resolutions into action. So I was able to spend some time by myself and start getting my new habits into motion. So more with meditation and doing yoga every day and exercising in the morning, just really locking those habits in. Oh, okay, okay. So you're gonna really focus a lot on the spiritual self. Did you do you don't you didn't think you did it enough last year? Or was it just so disruptive? What do you mean? Um uh last year, um do you think you I know you, last time I saw you were focusing a lot on spiritual uh, you know, enlightenment. And I'm saying uh in twenty twenty, did you try were you doing it in twenty twenty or was COVID so disruptive until you, you find it hard to stay focused? So I think that with the meditation, I have been very consistent. I like to take the time out of the day for myself to be aware and grateful for everything that I have and everything that's coming. Um, With my exercising, I think that I have been slacking with that. Um, 2020 comes to end, you know, all the holidays and you just kind of get caught up with family and hanging out. Well, I guess not so much these days with COVID, but <laughs> I still get caught up with family. And so I feel like a lot of my free time is taken from me. So during the my quarantine time, I felt like it was, it was a surplus of time for me to be able to recoup and start picking up my good habits again. Okay, so you, you, you didn't mind being by yourself. You must be an introvert. See, I did and I didn't mind. Um, I was freaking out. I have my little um, Instagram with my close friends. And so I was freaking out on there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm tired of being trapped in this room. I feel like Rapunzel. I can't get out. Um, but on the other hand, it was pretty cool. I mean, I got food brought to me, so I felt like a queen. <laughs> well. Well, I was trying to treat you like a prisoner, so I think you got the wrong idea. <laughs> That's okay. I see the positive in everything. 
Okay. So, um, you know, um, I just, you know, and just for everybody, in case I didn't say, this is Alexis. She is my youngest daughter. She is uh, a going to be a, finishing up her junior year at Spelman College. Woo woo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she wants to be a PhD in uh, biology. And uh, tell me a little bit more about what you want to do. So, yeah, right now I'm getting my bachelor's in biology. But when I graduate, I think I want to go to some graduate school. I'm not quite sure which one at the moment, but I do think that I want to head more of like the quantum biology type of like quantum physics type of like that type of thing. I'm not quite sure, but that seems the most interesting to me right now. So how do you plan on applying that? Uh, uh, how do you what What do you think you can? How you How can you change the world with what you want to do? So I do think that I have tons of ideas, not even just like scientific ideas, but I have ideas um, all around. But I think most of my ideas for science would be just to improve our technology or improve um, the things that we already have. So for GMOs, I know we genetically modify some organisms to produce more fuel. And I know that we are already producing um, like plastic and other other things that are now biodegradable that weren't biodegradable before. And so that type of stuff really interests me, but also things like time travel really interests me and how um, that would work with the human body. So that has to do with like the biology. And um, so I think that I don't quite know my path yet, but I know that I have so many ideas that um, I'm gonna find something that works for me. That's cool. Do you read those science magazines? You read like um, like little science magazines and stuff? As, as, like, is that, does that, do you, like how do you, keep your interest up in those like how, how do you learn about the field so I do uh, watch a lot of YouTube videos about quantum physics quantum biology and also how it re- relates to uh, spirituality and so because both of those are very interesting to me I think that somewhere along those lines I just know that's where um, I'm going to have my field so you think what? So how do you think quantum uh, quantum physics relates to spirituality? Or quantum biology relates to spirituality. It has to do with um, the physics, the quantum physics, and like the medic, the metaphysics, because the spirituality um, and metaphysics—that's basically the same thing. That's talking about how like energy and how like the energy um, is correlating between like forces with physics and forces uh, just of energy in general that the human body has and that everything living has. You know, it's interesting that you say that because um, there are some theories. Um, well, if you, if you look at some religions, like say um, Islam, they talk about these things called the jinn, J-I-N, and the jinn are these spirits and these spirits can see us, but we can't see them. And they can kind of manifest in and out of our reality, almost like they're in a different reality. Mm-hmm. 
And it almost, when they, as they describe it, it almost describes some of those uh, God particles, some of those particles that um, we know that we can't t- uh, technically measure because, and they say they pop in and out of our reality. And so it'd be very interesting if you found that some of those neutrinos, some of those other, um, those uh, God particles that they talk about in, in, in theoretical physics, if those were actually things that uh, that made up spirits and, and things like that, and that's how you, they, they actually lived on a different plane, mm-hmm. that would that would be pretty cool. I had actually heard about something like that um, and how like that has to do with dimensions. And so we see things, um, I think, in the third dimension right now, but the things in the second dimension can't really see us. So if mm-hmm. those like spirits are being in higher dimensions, then we won't be able to see them, but they'll be able to see us. Um, exactly. So I thought that was really cool, and that has to do with that. And so there's a lot of like science research being done on um, this connection, and I think I'd like to be part of something like that. Also with the religion, I find it that um, as I get more into spirituality and I learn the universal laws, how a lot of religions are basically taking their laws basing it off of the universal laws and just changing it to fit what their beliefs are more individually and also as I go deeper into reading about different religions most of their practices and their beliefs are very similar and they believe in a lot of the same um we could say prophets you know or um they have the same uh, people that they look up to or uh, acknowledge. Right. And, you know, I remember when I was your age, I used to be in the, the, kind of the same path, kind of comparing religions. And um, there are a lot of similarities between them, but they're all diff- different paths. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at um, uh, Hinduism, focuses on it's a poly, um, it, uh, like polytheistic, more of a polytheistic religion that kind of augments things. Whereas Buddhism is like an offshoot of Hinduism in a way, but it actually it, he is a he is a a individual who sought to achieve enlightenment or oneness with the deathless state, he, and that's what Hindu focuses on is the deathless state. So a lot of a lot of the Hindu religions and and the religion that focus on meditation focus on becoming one with the deathless state or focus on the focus on the things that never change mm-hmm. and not focusing on the conditions that change around you. Mm-hmm. And and when you look at Christianity and a lot of the Abrahamic religions, they too focus on that. They focus on being godlike, being Christ like, um, focus on being um, getting back to the things that matter. They'll tell you, focus on God, focus on Christ. Um, and so it's it's a path that that one chooses to get to that point. Uh, a lot of times for religion, um, um, a lot of people will tell you that who are, are, are spiritual will say, yeah, I don't ascribe to religion. And I don't. Um, you know, I, I subscribe to a relationship. Um, and I believe that for me, I, because I, the path I chose a relationship, it, it comforts me. Because there are times when, um, there are times that I didn't think I could make it. And there are things that I, that I could not beat where it was my faith that allowed me to overcome those things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So everyone chooses their path, but what happens is you start to, re- everyone realize that, you know, this is what makes me comfortable. Like I've had a cousin who was, who grew up in the church, but now he's, he's a Buddha, he practices Buddhism, mm-hmm. you know, and to, and to each his own. Um, it's everybody's path that they choose. 
Absolutely, and I agree. I actually heard one theory that um, everyone actually has like different gods, and when you're like exploring and finding what works for you, is like how you're finding your path to go to your god or something. And I thought that was interesting theory. Well, you know, I would say different. Like, I mean, I think that's the. I would say my theory would be different path. Everybody has their own path. Same, same place, same god, different paths, and it's within. The thing is that um, there are some paths that that tell you that if that will tell you if you choose the wrong path, you're doomed to hell, you're doomed to damnation. You know what I mean? So that's the thing about choosing that path. You know, you don't know if you're on the right path, but that's where your faith comes in. It's still, okay, I'm, I hope I'm on the right path, and you just keep it moving. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's really about it's about choosing to to try to leave this world better a better place than you found it. To, to love people and to be kind and to try to uplift people because I think that's when you'll find your you'll truly find your path. I totally agree, especially with everyone has their own path. One thing for me is um, like what I believe is for after death. Um, I believe that people wherever you think you're gonna go is where you're gonna go because your thoughts manifest your reality. So like if you've been a bad person and you think you're gonna go to a bad place then you're going to go to a bad place. You know what I'm saying? If you've been a good person and you know you've worked hard to be a good person, so you think you're going to go to a good place, then you probably are going to go to like a great place, you know? What about the sociopath? Did they all go to heaven? Well, I mean, I feel like something something knows that they're, that they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> <Something> knows. <laughs> Because we got some sociopaths out there who do not care. Yeah, but I mean, that's the person. That's that's their, I guess, ego, you know? I, I, I feel like that's not actually them. No, there are people out there who are sociopaths, it's true, and who really don't care. Yeah. And so that's a problem. Like, they think they're always right. Or the narcissists who really think they're always right. You know, you got people out there. You, I know, you know people who think they're always right, don't you? Um, yeah, I know a few. Yeah, so that means they're all going to go to heaven. Woohoo! But um, <laughs> do I mean, like I said, there's better judgment. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, it has to be better judgment. <laughs> yeah, because people, yeah, you don't want to think people. Every people get off of the things that they do, but you know, I think that this world. I think people really. Do you, let me ask you a question. Do you think the world is a better place than it used to be? Mm. Oh, well, better or worse? And that's tricky to even answer because of what I've been taught and what or what's been taught to me um, in school. I I can't believe it's the truth. So, what what was taught to you? Um. Well, whitewashed history. To be frank. At Spelman? Um, well, before Spelman. What I've, what oh, I've learned so. at Spelman right now is not, not better than anything else. <laughs> I mean, are we talking... What before are we talking? Well, just in general. Just do you think... Like, people, some people say they think the world is getting worse. Do you think the world is getting worse? I wouldn't say that. I actually feel like there's a big change and something's good about to happen. Honestly. 2020 was a crazy you know, year. It, it's going to get better. I think it's getting better. I feel yeah. it. 
I, I I believe it will. I think there's a lot of hope on the horizon, whereas 2020 just got worse and worse and worse. Um, and I and what about like say historically, like people think that there's more immoral immorality, more crime, just more hate overall. You know, they say the world's coming to an end because of everything's getting worse and world wars and things like that. What do you, what's your perspective as, as a younger individual? Yeah, I am aware that a lot of um, places are going through um, a lot of different things and like wars and genocides. And then there's also a lot of like negative accumulation due to um, humans like plastic and pollution and all the global warming. But I feel as though the people have the power to change it and I mean we'll see if they change it you know I mean it's not it's not like we have what can we do are you confident in the future being a young being a younger person I have to be Mm -hmm. I mean my mission is to help save this planet I've been saying it for years. I'm like, Whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to help save this planet. And even if we can't help save this planet, I know we're going to Mars soon. So, I mean, I can help do some with Mars as a scientist. Well, I'm just letting you know, my goal is to live to be 152 and I want to be the oldest man to go to Mars. So, letting people know right now. I'll try to get you there with me. That's cool. Well, you know, that I'm counting on you and like said, said he's going to uh, help build a ship. So you help build the atmosphere and make sure I, hey, I'm down with that. That sounds all right. Put some there. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make mm-hmm. it. Um, so now let me see. So you've been interested in our family history. Yes, I have. So I'll definitely have to make sure I, I get you that, that stuff. You know, speaking of family, you know, you have to make sure you call your, your granddaddy, uh, Felix. He really wants to talk to you. Yes, I did talk to him on Christmas and I uh, meant to talk to him on New Year's, but I was locked up, so I didn't talk to him on the phone with you. But I do have to give him a call. Well, you know, right now he's actually in the hospital, but he, he should be coming home really? tomorrow. What happened? Yeah. He had a little, uh, a, a little uh, medical issue. I'll tell you, I'll tell you offline, but he's good. Okay, he's good, fine. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. Um, and we got, you know, we also got to get you to see Mima since you're, 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 you've been paroled. Mima, I don't think Mima wants to um, see me. She says she's in the next time. Cause, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> well, you know, you can tell you're negative now. Yeah, but I do leave like tomorrow morning. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, it, yeah, it really yeah, sucks. Yeah, those test results, it, you need to go talk to those people or talk to their manager because it should not have taken them a whole week. A whole week. <laughs> For these results to come back, it shouldn't. It shouldn't have. But South Carolina has been setting records for uh, COVID, so it's it's it's, it's kind of hot out there, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, at, at least we know you're negative. Yeah. Um, that's a good thing. So, um, uh, well, you're not going to get the vaccine on you Wednesday. Are? You are? Thursday. Thursday. You are. Oh. Yep. Just Jeez. thought about that. You have to. Uh, I want to because I don't particularly want to get infected if I don't have to. And basically, get me getting the vaccine allows me to travel and move. And then I can go see my dad. Yeah, that's true. 
I don't know about that, Pisces. Well, you're not. You don't have to get it anyway. But the good news is, if I get the vaccine, maybe we can plan a trip up there to go see him. Cause we can go that see him this time. That sounds great. I think we totally should. So, um, with that being said, I guess the the bell is uh, time to sign off. Um, you know, Lexi, I really enjoyed having a conversation with you, and I wanted to let you know that I love you and I'm very proud of you. I know that I'm hard on you sometimes. But it's only because I expect big things out of you. And I hope that you, you really take advantage of your Spelman education because I wanted to prime you and make you the strongest black woman that there is out there. So I really want you to change the world, and I believe you can. Thank you, Dad. That is very sweet. I love you, too. <laughs> All right, dear. Well, thank you for being on my first thank episode. Thank you for inviting me. Um, you're welcome. Take care. Well, everyone, this is Doc One Plus signing off. You guys take care and have a great 2021. Bye. Hello, everybody. This is uh, the Gullah Doctor uh, tuning in once again. Today, we're going to talk with another interesting person in my life, my youngest son, Langston Moses Simmons. Um, He's here today. We're going to uh, just give you a little information on what he's about. Once again, this is all about just interesting people in my life and the things I'd like for everybody to know about what's going on with me and what it means to be a Gullah doctor in Beaufort, South Carolina. So without further ado, uh, here's Langston. So this is Langston, my youngest son. Langston, what's going on this morning? Um, Nothing. Okay, okay. So um, I know you really love guitar. You got a lot of interest. What's going on with you and this guitar? Um, nothing. Um, I started a band with my friend, um, Ian. Um. Okay, what kind of music, what kind of music do you play? Um, 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 I, I like, um, music like grunge, like, um, old bands like Pro Jam. But I, I also like, like, soft rock, like Radiohead and Fleetwood Mac. You know, that's kind of interesting because you are so young and that's a whole different era. That's like from my era. How'd you get interested in that old kind of music? Um, I don't know. I, I've always um, listened um, to, to Nirvana since I was very young. I guess it was when my uh, my guitar, old guitar teacher introduced me to that to that type of music, um, and then I and then I I was just listened to um, to, um, to to the big um, my favorite bands Nirvana and Radiohead ever since then. Those have been my favorite bands. Yeah, it reminds me that when you were a baby, I would always uh, play a lot of music, a wide variety of music. As a matter of fact. I would always uh, hold you in my arms to Michael Jackson's song, I'd be the, I'll Be There. Every day, I would uh, sing that song and hold you. And, and as, as a matter of fact, when you were in your mom, I'd play classical and jazz. Actually, I played a lot of jazz for you because I want you to kind of have a musical, um, be musically inclined. And right now, besides the guitar, I know you play the clarinet, the trombone, the uh, electric guitar, the acoustic guitar, and the bass a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I, I tried the bass for, bass for a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. So what's, what's your favorite instrument? Guitar. Okay, okay. Um, and who is your favorite guitar player? I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's probably, probably a split between um, Johnny Greenwood and Jimi Hendrix. Okay, yeah, I am a personal Jimi Hendrix fan. I like Jimi Hendrix, I like B.B. King. And I'll throw Lord Eric Clapton in there as well. But I think Jimmy Hendrix is the man for sure. Okay, okay. So um, I know you've been working on a few little things. You want to play a little something for us? Uh, sure. Thing. 
give a name for the song? Not yet. Okay. You heard it here first, Langston's debut song. He don't have a name for it yet. I'm going to call it The Gullah Doctor since he came on The Gullah Doctor. Thank you for writing a column called The Gullah Doctor. I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So, Langston, beside music, what other interests do you have? I know a lot of times you and I have these deep conversations about quantum physics. and Is that another one of your interests? Um, I think definitely so. Um, I kind of want to kind of want to be quantum um, physicist for a long time because I was very young actually. Oh yeah. So what 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 attracted you to physics? I don't know. I don't know. It's just something about it. Just um, it seems so groundbreaking and just uh, in the moment and very new and um, because um, I don't I don't know because quantum physics isn't exactly new. Um, it's been around for years and years, but uh, to, to me, it just seems so interesting. Okay. What is your favorite concept in quantum physics? Uh, quantum superposition. Quantum superposition. And so explain that to us. Um, it's basically the concept that uh, if you don't um, know know where something is, it could be in any, in any position at once. It could be in multiple positions at once. And so... Um, um, I think that's how that's how plants actually do photosynthesis because um, it, it's it's weird. It's um, I, I got you. Like. It is. It's so it's quantum physics itself talks about uh, things that are are super small, super microscopic, uh, and the, how it interacts. I guess like uh, electrons and things like that because because they behave differently from normal things. Okay, so I guess it's something that talks about electrons being, it can be anywhere at all times and everywhere at all times. Yes. Okay, okay. So um, do you want to grow up and uh, have a career in quantum physics? What is your future career? What do you want to do? I want to be a musician. Okay, so how does being a musician tie to your love of quantum physics? Well, um, well, it doesn't. I, I mean, um, there, there was this guy from, from, a, from a real big band um, called Rivers Cuomo. And um, he ended up going going to Harvard while he was still in the band, and now now, now he's now he's a Harvard graduate and his band was one of the biggest bands of all time. So. Okay, okay. So you're gonna kind of do both. You're gonna be like a, a, a Albert Einstein uh, rocker, Albert, a combination between Albert Einstein and Jimi Hendrix type stuff. Yeah. Okay. So you plan on making some money. Yeah. Okay, good. Cause I need you to be able to take care of me when I become an old man. So yeah, as long as you make me some money, I'm good with that. I'm definitely good with that. So besides quantum physics, what else do you like? I know you like video games, even though um, you don't play them all the time. What is your favorite video game? The Last of Us Two. The Last of Us Two. Well, I already knew that everybody, because he only talked about that all the time. So why don't you tell everybody else about what's The Last of Us Two about? It's it's about this um this girl and her um, kind of surrogate father uh, dies um, very early in the game. Um, and so, and so um, she has to go, go on like a vengeance mission to find the people who actually killed him. Um, and that, that, that's what's, that's just what's, that's what's, uh, that's what's, it's about it. It's about um, this girl just on, on a vengeance mission. 
and um, halfway through, you actually switch to, to the person who killed um, the father. Um, you actually switch to playing the person. Oh, so you become the killer? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Through the first half, you play as the person, uh, as the victim, but but the, the second half, you play as the killer. Wow. So, are you trying to escape the victim in the second half, or what? Like, what, what's the purpose of being the killer in the second half? Um, it's it's like um, it's like. You're kind of trying to fight her, but you're all, but you also don't want to like. Uh, so so like as so like at first, I think the killer was just was just trying to run away, but but then um, but then the main character killed the killer's friends, um, and then the killer killer came after came after the main character. So it's just like a huge cycle of um, it's just like a huge cycle of back and forth, and, and they gotcha. they don't realize it's, it's basically a negative feedback loop. They just don't realize it. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right. So so what makes you like for me? I don't like games. Uh, I think the game you play with this one, you gotta go and find a lot of stuff and kind of build your character up. And I like I like games like uh, what is it, uh, Call of Duty, where you just walk around shooting everything. Well, um, um, well, that's that's the thing about it. It's um, I mean, you don't you don't have to have to do that stuff. The, the game will actually sometimes just give you stuff if, if it realizes you're not you're not doing well. But um, but but the main thing is um. Um, the main concept is you're going to do better if you if you walk around um, look, looking looking for stuff, but you could also kill enemies and they'll give you stuff too. So, so like so like it's like choosing do I go do I go in that room and maybe run into an enemy or do I just wait for the next level and and kill some enemies and then get, get their stuff. Gotcha. So it involves a lot more decision making and building up your decisions. Yeah. Okay, I can see how that seems interesting. I guess I must be an old man because I really just like getting me a, a gun and walk around and shooting anything that moves and see what happens. It's just life is more simple to me like that way. I guess I live a complicated life. Um, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Well, I know you have to get to school in a little bit, so we're not going to keep this conversation forever, forever. Um, but um, just for a little Black History Month, since this is Black History Month, let's talk about Langston Hughes. Do you know what Langston Hughes' first name was? James. Langston Hughes. Um, Langston Hughes. His name was James Mercer Langston Hughes. Oh, I know. That's deep, isn't it? He was an American poet, social activist, novelist, playwright, and columnist from Joplin, Mississippi. He was he's, um, one of his. Uh, he's one of the earliest innovators of the of this new literary art form called jazz poetry. So he actually, yeah, he, yeah, he's pretty good. And you know, he was he was around the Harlem Renaissance, and he's actually um, known as one of the leaders of the Harlem Renaissance. So he was actually pretty good. So see, you have a famous name, man, and you have my name. You didn't even know you named somebody who's named after. Well, not really, but you know what I'm saying. I, 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 I guess in, in spirit, I'd have your name. Yeah, in spirit, because remember when you were a little kid, you always wanted to have my name. You're like, yeah, can I be James? Can I be James? Like, nah, bro, we already got one of those. We got two of those. But that's okay. You grew into a great Langston. So what are you excited about coming up this summer? I know you had a lot of possibilities. A lot of schools were trying to talk to you about summer camps and stuff. Um, to be honest, to be honest, I'm excited about the school. But I'm also excited, excited about um, really getting the band started. Okay, okay, okay. So summer camps are something that you'll do, but your biggest focus right now. And what's the name of your band, by the way? Um, so um, so um, the name that come, comes from a comes from like a, a 60 year old David Bowie poster that my, that my brother has. No, it's like 50 years old because it was 1969. That would be if it was 60 years, it would be 2029. 20, 20, that would make any sense. Uh, but uh, it's from a 60 year old, uh, 50 year old um, David Bowie poster, uh, 61. 
I don't know. It's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so, uh, it, it basically, it's basically an invitation to this concert. Um, and it, um, and I, I know my brother likes David Bowie, and um, I think he's alright. Um, and so, um, and so I, I saw this um, poster, November. And I just thought, huh, that's a cool band name. Um, maybe I'll just go with that. Uh, and um, and with our previous name, um, Ian's dad said it sounded like um, like like a um, like a '90s girl group, <laughs> um, which it kind of does. What was your previous name? Misdirection. Oh, Misdirection. Yeah, it does sound like yeah, a yeah. like a '90s girl group. Uh, He's right. Yeah. Maybe um, you guys could wear like uh, toupees and uh, not toupees, leotards, and and you know you can be like that whole who was it a uh, boy George thing from the '90s. Um, I don't. I don't don't worry about it. You don't want to be Boy George. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, and so, and so I, I just picked a random name, um, November, and we uh, started from there. I think it's a cool name. I think it's a cool name. Okay, okay. Well, Langston has to get to school in a little bit, and so today ends our session with uh, the Gullah Doctor. Once again, I will, you will be hearing from me and a lot of my friends and my colleagues just giving you... Um, pretty much an update on what's going on in my life and who I know and what you can learn. You guys have a great day and I enjoyed being with being this uh being here with you today. Uh stay safe, stay focused and do the right thing. All right.